Hi, everybody. This is John Morrow. Welcome to another episode of I Never Noticed. We have, over the previous weeks, been talking about the senses because the senses represent the single most powerful tool that we possess, and it's tied directly, of course, to our brain. And the brain is one of the most incredible pieces of equipment that you will find. As I've said, and I don't think I'm wrong, I believe I'm absolutely correct, that the greatest piece of equipment that the human body is blessed with is the mind, the brain. Mm -hmm. And that so-called piece of equipment that sets up there, which is comprised of close to 100 billion brain cells or neurons and has an integral synaptic electrical signaling network of synapses that total almost 100 trillion, what we have here is one of the most intricate, precise, and nearly perfect storage devices that have ever been created. And I've always told people, don't forget, nothing that your senses encounter in any way, form, shape, or fashion, and let's couple the emotions that we also have that sometimes referred to as sixth sense, but it's not an esoteric sense. It's I think it's a natural product of the developmental process of the brain as we store emotions and they shape how we respond. And so all of that together intertwine create the personality that we are. And I don't believe in the sense of once you're there, you can't change. I do believe that you can teach an old dog some new tricks. I'm an old dog. So I don't go barking up just any tree, but I do believe that there is much that we can do to improve our quality of life through the power of the mind. And if you ever do those phrases on Facebook where you do like pound mind power or pound brain power or pound brain food or any of those other things, you'll go to a world of different kinds of links and pages that will tell you about what is happening in our world today as we discover the power of our minds. But the pause is what I want to talk about today. That's right, pause, P-A-U-S-E. Now, we all know about pauses. Professional speakers, for example, know how to use the pause to create effect because when you make a statement and then you suddenly have this moment of silence, almost an awkward moment to some people, what it's doing is it's making people do one or two things. They're either pondering what it is that's just been said and they're processing it, or they're waiting on the edge of their seats for the next word to be uttered. Okay, give me the punchline. It's all of those things and so much more. So today I want to talk about the value of pause. And the reason why I want to talk about the value of pausing is because I think it's important to our mental health and to our physical health and to our spiritual health, our social health, our financial health. I think we all could stand to learn to be a little more intentional in the area of taking pauses in order to allow our senses to take in more and therefore be better equipped to deal with, process, or to get away from something. Mark, um, what's your concept on pause? I know that as a professional speaker, and by the way, you use pauses very effectively as a professional speaker, as I have followed you on Speak Brave and on your uh, power presentations on productivity and performance. But for you, how important is the pause in not just your profession, but in your life as a whole? I think that's a great question, um, John. 
you know, I think pause is very underrated. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I will go back to my childhood. I'll go back to my teenage years. When I first came to United States, uh, I was on a mission. The mission was to six, uh, to be successful. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a lot of mentors. I didn't have a lot of people who invested in my success. And because of that, I felt that I missed out on a lot. And with my limited amount of information, knowledge of what it really takes to be successful, I just pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed without taking the time to pause, to stop and really understand who I am, where I'm going, where I've been and things that are around me. I realize now that you have to really slow down in order to speed up. And if you don't take the pause, I think it's a disservice to you as a human being. It's a disservice to the people in your household, people at your work. Because let's face it, if you're not doing well or you are failing in some parts of your life, people who are connected to you are also feeling it. And I think if you don't exercise this self-care, this pause, this moment of reflection, you rob yourself and your inhabitants in your life or what you really can be. Now, let me ask you this as a clarification. Am I understanding correctly? You made a statement. You need to pause in order to speed up. Would that be something in the sense like, instead of just running roughshod like the bull in the china shop analogy that we often see, I can picture that metaphor. You, by pausing are able to eliminate clutter that takes you off of the focus. And through the pause, you're able to then see more clearly the path ahead of you so that you can take what you've learned and you can push forward and achieve greater success. So isn't it more about a more optimal style of living rather than a more rapid success? I like the word optimal, and I think that's exactly right. And I think you are sharing this from the point of deep knowledge and deep experience. This is why you are doing this, because you want others to understand that life is not just about paying bills. It's not about, you know, watching Netflix or uh, going through the motions. Life, as I understand it now, is for humans. It's for people on this, in this country, on this earth, to really help ourselves and each other. Mm -hmm. And I think it comes from understanding those deep truths that we sometimes forget. I wrote down some thoughts about pause to talk about some of the benefits, understanding that this is just a couple of three things, and there are many, many more, and you could contribute many, and we have listeners that could contribute mightily to this list, and all of them would be good observations. But for me, the pause is a valuable tool that anyone can use. Number two, the pause is like a window or a doorway to a more sensitive awareness of what's taking place Mm -hmm. in that immediate moment and around you. Mm -hmm. And a pause, as I mentioned earlier, is actually the optimal internalization of stimuli that you're exposed to in a specific moment by utilizing it as fully as possible while at the same time discarding anything that really has no benefit to what your objective might be. 
And I believe that a pause is good in any kind of a situation, regardless of the sense that you're using. Would that make some sense? Yes. Uh, John, do you have a, an illustration, a story to tell us, where you can tell us that pause really helped you to avoid a big mistake? You know, it's funny. I think I am more and more with each passing day using pauses, but I don't know that I necessarily catalog the situations that they get me out of trouble. So as I as I go for this, I'm really trying to think, okay, pauses can be used. Let's use the thing that I think most of us deal with the most, interpersonal relations. Life is about relationships and Marriage, if I could use my wife and I as an example, we've been married as of the date of this podcast, 45 years. Now, have those 45 years been adventures in paradise? Well, they've been adventures, but not always paradise. There have been every kind of conceivable thing happen. Uh, For the most part, where there have been tremendous difficulties, there's been pain, there's been strife, there have been arguments. But there have also been just a world, a a plethora of wonderful things taking place. But here's what I think has happened. Through the process of marriage and understanding that this is the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with and am spending my life with, one of the things you have to do is you have to become conscious of the fact that there's more taking place sometimes when you're having a conversation than you realize. If you'll just pause long enough to look listen, observe, and sense what the partner is telling you or saying to you and how they express it. Our eyes, our senses see many, many things. Our ears hear many things. And uh, we can touch, we can taste, we can smell. But the truth is, you develop an ability through this conditioning process, this development process in living, where you begin to pick up on nuances which anyone else in the room would not know, but I would know that something isn't right, or I would know that my wife is sending me a very important signal. And whether we're in a company of people or whether it's just the two of us sitting on the couch having a conversation, sometimes I can ask Donna a specific question and there's this long pause. And you would want to think, hey, why don't you answer my question? But what you have to realize is that She's thinking about answering the question. She's just trying to figure out how to best articulate that answer. Plus, at the same time, she's trying to analyze, okay, what are my emotions and what have brought, what emotion, what events have taken place in my life that have brought me to this point where I have these feelings? There are other times whenever you can walk in and look at each other and say not a word, and the expression on your face, based upon the fact that we see each other all the time, will tell me either she's very, very happy, or she's troubled about something. Tone of voice. There, There's other situations that you can be in out there in the public domain where you can pick up a snippet of a conversation that's immediately beside you. Let's say you're in Walmart and you're shopping, and all of a sudden you hear a mother just almost yell at her child in the buggy because the child is just pestering the daylights out of her for something, and the mother's not here for that something. She's got a list. But as soon as you walk around the corner, you have to ask yourself the question, okay, pause. Do you 
say something to encourage, to greet, to bring a smile, or do you just move on as fast as possible to get out of harm's way? I found myself in many circumstances, depending upon my instincts, which really are conditioned. They're not a natural thing. Instincts occur through the process of living. I found myself saying a greeting. Hi, that's a beautiful son you've got right there. What's his name? And the mother will all of a sudden say, oh, his name's Robbie or his name's Bobby. And I'll say, is this your only son? She says, oh, yes. Says, I remember we had one, and I'll tell you, I miss this age. It's a, it's a challenging age, but let me tell you what, they're just full of questions and all kinds of stuff. And what you've done is perhaps maybe you've decompressed something for her, not through any attempt to decompress. It's just part of the natural process of pausing to think and say, can I contribute to this situation or so? Just turn around and go another way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same thing might be true with sitting there waiting, you know, in traffic and wondering to yourself, okay, is there a way I can get out of this traffic jam? And you're in a pause. You're in a forced pause because you're in stop-and-go traffic. But the truth is a million things race through your mind. But if you don't pause for a few moments, what about instead of wondering about the traffic and being griped and angry about the traffic, what if you uh, started having some self-talk? Maybe a conversation with the Creator if you believe in God. Maybe you want to analyze and work on a speech that you're doing, do some phraseology, stuff like that. Mark? As, as, as I listen to your stories, do you believe that we, as uh, members of society here now in North America, we there's a lot more opportunities for us to pause before we make a next move Mm -hmm. versus because you know in life sometimes we have uh we have to make quick decisions you know it's a fight flight right Mm -hmm. fight flight freeze right those are always going to happen there's always going to happen but those are not um they're they're not constant unless you're a first responder or something like that right so that means that if we are, if if that's if that's your w- way of life, that yes, there's times where you have to be very alert, but maybe 80 percent of the time you can pause. So if that's correct, so our intention could be to be very intentional. Mm-hmm. To be very intentional. I believe in being intentional because I mentioned here, the how-to of the pause and how it can help you is to be very intentional. And it's to be intentional in that specific moment, to stop and say, okay, catch your breath. What are you going to do? What's the best way to move through this situation? Or better still, um, question, inquire. What is causing this? Is there something I can do? Is there something I can learn? Is there something that I can do to help? Or is there something that could help me? The big thing is, of course, resisting distractions because... We are distracted by, by the, the cares of living. The cares of life are talked about in Scripture on this parable of the sower and the seeds, where they talked about four different areas where the seed landed. And not all the seed landed on fertile ground and became a harvest and a bounty and an abundance. It also landed in other places. And one of those places is described in a metaphor as the cares of life choke the ability of the seed to be fruitful. Well, the cares of life do have a way of getting in the way, and you have to sometimes resist because I'll, I could sit in a chair in a shopping mall or sit in a chair at Walmart or sit in a chair at Target or Publix, and I can watch people go flying by with their buggies, and they are in earnest. They're in a hurry. They 
have some place that they need to be and you can tell that their mind is less on where they are in the moment as far as getting things done and more on just getting done so I can get to what I got to get to next. Mm-hmm. I once heard a person say to me that um, the biggest problem we have with enjoying experiences is that when we arrive at this place that we have so dearly wanted to get to, we're already thinking about where we're going to go next. That's not pausing to take it in. That's not pausing to savor. So therefore, that's a distraction. And those distractions, we have to find a way to minimize them. As you tell me this story, not only do I see it, I encounter this with my um, allies, business associates, and sometimes with some of my clients as well. Mm -hmm. And it is interesting, my coaching clients, you know, it's a special experience, right? You know, it's like a certain amount of time that we help I help you know people to get to the next level, right? And when they come to that experience, there's you know all kind of things going on in their brain. They they hurry, then they you know say, okay, let's let's calm down. Let's 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 get this in the right set of set of mind. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And You're absolutely correct. It's not being processed. It's not being processed so that it renders the maximum effect that it could give. And it's not a perfect science either. But in thinking about the I never notice message, this is something that caregivers, I think, can benefit from because caregivers spend so much time focusing on the need of the victim that they often fail to pause and consider when there's a time for personal self-examination and self-awareness to look at what's happening in their mind, body, and soul. Because caring for someone and the pressure of caring for someone and the constant unexpected that is always lingering because you can never really just relax. Sometimes it can damage and cause you to begin to develop problems and you lose sight of giving yourself a break through pausing to just process and to understand and to examine closer. Why did he say that? Or why did she do this? Or why is she acting this way? Or why are they appearing this way? Or talking to me this way? Or refusing to eat. There's just a whole myriad of things. And caregivers, as you know, are a group of people that I care greatly about because I consider them to be the single largest group of at-risk people in this country because they are on the front line of immediate care as family members, loved ones, and in some cases professionals who are the first line of care for people who really have a difficult time controlling their situation. Alzheimer's, of course, being the most pertinent example of an individual having absolutely no control over themselves. They're just someplace else. And you're the one that has to observe it because you know and sense and feel it. Um, the, the lessons that I'm going to share through this series on the pause will be brought back up in our next get-together as we hone in more on the how-tos. And then what I want to do is I want to try to think, with Mark's help and yours as well, some examples of what takes place 
depending upon whether the uh, pause that you're trying to take has to do with what you're seeing or what you're hearing or what you're feeling or what you're smelling or even what you're tasting, I guess what I'm trying to say is that the pause can be limited to a specific sensation, but the pause can also be something that involves all five senses. And what we need to realize is that all five senses are at our disposal and can be very valuable. But we have to respect them enough to realize that sometimes we need them to have the opportunity to process. Mm -hmm. And in processing, what we already know and have gained will help us in analyzing and making choices and making further decisions. And I'll go back to the statement that you made. Through the use of the pause, you can get clarity. And then you can go forward and you're going to be on a straighter path because the diversions, the things that get you off the path and into the weeds, you're aware of them. So you know now how to better stay the course so you optimize your productivity and your performance. So there is a component of this that applies in business and in profession and in all phases of life and education and speaking this is a powerful tool, and it's a simple five-letter word, P-A-U-S-E, pause. Mm. We'll talk about that in the next. Any closing comments from you, Mark? I have so many, John, but I, I, I believe I will save them for the next uh, recording. There's one thing I do want to say. If you recall uh, a lot of movies from 80s and 90s about kung fu masters, where somebody new comes in looking for a master, they seek them out in the mountains, in a village, or somewhere else, and that master is very deliberate and looks like they're just frozen in time, but they're so deliberate with their movement, their breathing, their food intake, and they pause a lot, and they achieve this mastery. It's a discipline. It's a discipline. It's a discipline, and it and it appears that they always pausing and reflecting and interacting with the environment as it is, not how it's supposed to be. Do you recall those type oh, yeah, of movies? Oh, yeah, I saw them, yeah. They were, and there were a lot of them. There was a big uh, um, popularity of those types of movies, primarily in the 80s, as a matter of fact. Uh, but um, still value in that. I, yeah, there is value because that's a value of mental, emotional, and spiritual discipline. And I believe it's, it's a beauty in motion. When you have pause, it's a beauty in motion. I believe that. I believe it can be. A, it's very effective in speaking. It's, it's quite effective. Quite effective. Ladies and gentlemen, this is John Morrow. I Never Notice, episode on the power of the pause as part of our study of the sensory skills that we possess naturally and how to heighten them and make them more powerful to work for you in every aspect of your life, regardless of professional, private, personal, spiritual, intellectual. We do not use our brains nearly as much as we should and we do not rely upon our senses in a more analytical way than we should and what i hope to do is simply create in you an enthusiasm to realize more about yourself what you see to perceive better and therefore to live a better quality of life thank you mark guy for being with me be sure to subscribe to the podcast by way of soundcloud and the itunes store those of you that follow on youtube these videos are available at my YouTube site under John Morrow, I Never Noticed. And I also have John Morrow, I Never Noticed on my webpage. 
and you'll find me at that same moniker at SoundCloud and the iTunes Store. I also publish these podcasts on LinkedIn as well as on Facebook. Until we meet again, this is John Morrow on behalf of my good friend and executive producer, Mark Guy, saying thank you for joining us. Be blessed. And next time around, we'll take a pause to talk about the pause.